Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. The topic today is inability to compromise a divorce cause. Uh, this is definitely an interesting topic and one we wanted to go into today. As a follow-up to the episode, you can go to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, uh, check out an article that we have dated April 3, 2016, and the title of that article is Inability to Compromise is a Cause of Divorce. Um, definitely an interesting topic, one we wanted to talk about here today. Obviously, marriages uh, can break down for all kinds of different reasons, and you know, folks are surveyed or asked why ultimately they're getting divorced. Uh, individuals can mention all kinds of different causes, all kinds of different reasons. Um, so obviously we can't go through each and every one of those, but some of the reasons folks might cite when they list why ultimately they think their marriage fell apart, they might cite things like financial disagreements. In other words, lots of individuals can argue about money in terms of spending uh, in the marriage. This can be a big source of disagreement um, in some marriages you know, one party might be more a saver, uh, one party might be more a spender, for example, and that can cause problems. Um, in some marriages, lack of intimacy would be a reason cited by uh, the parties. For whatever reason, some marriages just seem to lose the magic, they lose the intimacy, uh, the marriage becomes more like just a cohabitation uh, situation where there's not a whole lot of intimacy, not a whole lot of love. And that might be uh, something both parties cite. One party might have a bigger complaint uh, than the other, for example, in a divorce. So, so that would be one cause. Uh, some folks uh, cite just that they grew apart. In other words, who they were when they got married has changed over time. Now they have different goals. They have dis- different aspirations, really different life dreams. And that this might ultimately be the reason some folks uh, indicate that they're getting divorced uh, it can be commitment issues or adultery, right? So in some marriages, uh, the situation arises where one party or maybe both parties aren't faithful in the marriage, so they're just not committed to it anymore. You know, you've got adultery there. Uh, individuals are interested in other relationships or whatnot. Uh, this is an often cited reason for divorce, um, kind of in line with uh, the financial issues and just kind of the growing apart uh, sometimes uh, different folks just have different really priorities, right? Um, this can be uh, situations where maybe one party uh, is working a lot. can be a situation where uh, one party uh, to marriage is interested in more a different type of la- lifestyle versus working. Uh, they could be interested in more leisure, family-type activities, the other party's just not into that, or that's just not the priority to them, and ultimately this could be the cause for divorce. But really the topic today uh, is this, which is an issue which can be sort of the prelude to all these different causes of divorce. In other words, it can be the first uh, domino to drop, if you will, and that is this, which is communication issues in a marriage. Uh, Some folks just have an inability ultimately to communicate with each other, and this inability to communicate can oftentimes manifest itself in an inability to compromise. So 
when you get into all these different types of issues that are out there, uh, take the financial disagreements, right, uh, to stay married, to avoid divorce. Oftentimes it's important for parties to meet in the middle, to compromise. Uh, maybe it's a situation where, you know, the wife lets the husband get his way on some things and the husband lets the wife get her way on some things or whatnot. But ultimately you have compromise, you have give and take, and all of that can be worked out through effective communication. Uh, same with the intimacy issues. Sometimes in a marriage, um, you know, maybe the intimacy isn't there, but parties are able to talk about it. Uh, they're able to re-spark the magic, figure out what they need to do to bring the love and the affection back into the marriage. Uh, same with the growing apart issues. If parties are able to compromise, uh, communicate with one another, maybe they're able to have discussions about how both their goals both their aspirations and visions in life uh, can be obtained by both parties, uh, but it's a situation where both parties, uh, uh, in essence, win. So it's win-win type solutions through compromise. Uh, adultery or, comprom or, or, or commitment type issues, you know, obviously um, uh, that can be a big, big issue um, in a marriage. But uh, for parties who are having, you know, marital problems in terms of of uh, adultery or commitment, you know, maybe they're able to talk to the extent uh, where they're able to agree to go to counseling. They're able to work through these issues. Uh, they're able to talk about what what got them where they were, where the lack of commitment came into play, or the adultery or whatnot. They're able to work this out. And same with the uh, different priorities, right? Folks have different priorities. They're able to talk through these issues or whatnot. But for some. Uh, the reality of the situation is compromise uh, just isn't uh, a reality for them, right? Uh, all these types of issues, all these different types of decisions that can come into play, oftentimes kid issues can be big um, in terms of agreeing how to parent uh, uh, children, and that can come into play. Um, but in, in a marriage that works, ultimately the parties are able to compromise and they're able to communicate on a lot of different levels to avoid uh, the marriage really being brought to the brink of divorce, uh, being brought to DEFCON, if you will, uh, avoid the marriage really at the end of the day uh, becoming a match of chicken, if you will, on some of these really important decisions. Um, but in some, in some circumstances, it's just not possible. The parties try. Uh, they can't compromise. Uh, maybe the personality issues or such that compromise is just not really a possibility for them. Uh, maybe they go to counseling. Maybe they attempt to communicate and talk. Uh, it just doesn't work. Uh, in certain circumstances, it can become adversarial. It can become argumentative. And ultimately, it becomes a standoff such that uh, there gets to be so much discord in the marriage that then these different uh, uh, things transpire. In other words, a domino falls, and they grow apart to such an extent they can't save their marriage. Um, here's the interesting thing. So take these cases where there's been so much inability to compromise, so many difficulties communicating with one another that divorce, right, uh, becomes the end result. So somebody ultimately hires an attorney, they complete the paperwork, they file the case, and they begin their divorce action. The interesting irony is that in the eyes of lots of folks, right, so outsiders who aren't, uh, getting divorced, right? Uh, could be, I mean, you name it. It could be friends, could be family members out there. Oftentimes, you know, this can be court related. So it can be the attorneys on the case, maybe a guardian ad litem, 
uh, who's appointed to represent the kids' interests. Maybe it's the judge's perspective. Um, if the parties go to mediation, you know, maybe it's the mediator's perspective. But the belief of many is, why can't these folks compromise in order to get this case done, right? In a lot of instances, uh, an outside observer would look at the case and say, there's not a whole lot uh, substantively here. Um, it could be a case where maybe there's not a lot of assets, right? Or maybe it's a case where there's a whole lot of assets. But to an outside observer, folks would think compromise, right? You're going to split these items in half. Uh, that's going to resolve this case. And you can get out of the court system, not spend a lot of money on attorney fees, not have to go through all the emotional uh, havoc that results from a family law case that's contested. You know, why not settle, right? Take cases where there's kids involved, both parents, you know, really pretty good parents, no significant concerns uh, about one parent or the other. They're both pretty good parents. You know, lots of outside observers would look at that and say, why not do joint custody? Uh, why not agree to a custody schedule where both parties uh, ultimately get a lot of time with the kids and then let's settle and resolve the case? And then same with, you know, spousal support issues or child support issues. To a lot of outside observers, they would look at it and think, you know, you can look at the dynamics of this case in child support and spousal support. It's either warranted or not. And if it's warranted, you know, you can run child support calculations. You can look at income and expenses for maintenance purposes, and it ought to be pretty easy. Um, you know, why not compromise? Why not settle the case? And so, listen, here, here's the thing. Obviously, to outside observers, and I'm one in many cases as well, it's easy to look at these cases and, and, and think of it practically like that. And obviously, it would be wise for a lot of parties going through a divorce uh, to compromise, to be practical, you know, to look at it and communicate with one another, to come up uh, with a reasonable solution, uh, with a reasonable outcome uh, to the case, and that makes a whole lot of sense. The problem, again, takes you right back to the beginning in a lot of these cases, which is why are the parties getting divorced in the first place? And the truth of the matter is, in a lot of cases, that initial domino that dropped was an inability to communicate, and then an inability to compromise, and that ultimately caused the marriage uh, to, to result in a divorce. And so having said that, um, it's kind of ironic in a lot of ways to think that parties would then have a really easy time communicating and compromising to settle the case when their inability to do that in a lot of ways got them where they were in the first place, which is a divorce and family court. And so difficult, right? So folks, most folks should settle their divorce or family law matter. It certainly makes sense. Uh, the reality is it's just not easy. And so for a lot of folks, um, it's, it's not easy for them to communicate. And I think in those cases it's important uh, for the attorneys to really work with their clients uh, diligently uh, to try to bridge gaps where possible. Uh, in a lot of cases, um, it might mean sending the parties to mediation, and that mediation might be best served before the divorce is even filed. That way the parties have a lot of time. Uh, to communicate, to work through the issues, uh, to get to a place to where they're able to communicate. Uh, it could mean collaborative divorce, which is a unique process through the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals. And again, this is better uh, and should take place before the divorce is even filed because, again, it gives the parties lots of time. Now, in some cases, you know, mediation, collaborative law uh, can be difficult, uh, maybe not wise if there's domestic violence 
if you have jurisdictional issues, maybe if one party's um, concealing assets or squandering assets, then maybe the case has to be filed and it needs to move forward. But in cases where the parties truly want to settle, but they have a hard time communicating and compromising, um, in a lot of these cases it can be wise to talk to an attorney about collaborative divorce uh, or mediation and to explore that before the really the divorce case is even filed. Again, definitely an interesting topic, one I wanted to cover today. And again, the topic is inability to compromise a divorce cause. Um, in other words, it's a leading cause of divorce is the inability of people to communicate. And so that inability to communicate can then manifest itself in the divorce, which means a case that to outside observers uh, ought to be settled. Ultimately, it can be hard for that to take place. Um, as a follow-up to the episode, again, go to familylawheadquarters.com. We have an article there uh, dated April 3, 2016, titled Inability to Compromise is a Cause of Divorce. So you could definitely check that out as a follow-up to the episode today. That concludes our episode today. Stay tuned to our next episode on Family Law Talk coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stang is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105.